Marriages That Last with Dr. Mike Lynn, Senior and Teaching Pastor of Brentwood Baptist Church. I'm your co-host, Daryl Girardier. And on today's episode, we're talking about how to be a parent to your parent. What do you do when your parent is moving to a retirement home? You need to move them inside of your house. What do you do in those moments and how can you and your spouse help each other out as you be a parent to your parent? Let's listen in on the conversation. Uh, let's speaking of, you know, you talked about your dad and, um, I know right now, um, you're taking care of your mom. Right. Um, and we know that because you have coffee with her every morning and <laughs> she says stuff to you that literally I get out, you know, I try not to check social media first thing in the morning, but when I do, I, I check and I see all of these coffee with mom and what your mom says to you, which is absolutely folks. If you follow Mike on Twitter, you need to look at all the tweets in regards to coffee with his mom, because she's absolutely, uh, I met her. She's a wonderful woman, but absolutely one of the most hilarious women. Oh, she's, she's... Absolutely quick witted. Um, but, you know, you're doing something here that I think a lot of people are going through, and that is you are being a parent to your parent. Mm-hmm. Um, as you've gone through this, and let's just start with the coffee with your mom. What have you learned that you didn't, you didn't know? What is there? There's stuff you're kind of in this, as you have these conversations, you're going, man, I didn't know that. Uh, I, I knew this, but, uh, but didn't, I, I don't think I understood it. Mm. Um, but my mom and my dad had one of the great romances mm. of of the twentieth century, and she and uh, and he were uh, embarrassingly in love. Mm. I found letters that he wrote her when he was in uh, off at boot camp in the mm. military, uh, in the Air Force, and and they sound like a bad Hank Williams song. They are they are <laughs> awful. Uh, the things. Uh, she has, you know, like, like when I put this out in the tweet, one day I walked outside with her and I said, this is a beautiful day. She says, no, it's just sunny. It'd be beautiful if your dad was here. Mm. Uh, and how much they shared and how much, um, uh, how much joy that they brought to each mm. other. I, I, I don't think I, I knew they loved each other, yeah. but I don't, I, I, I don't know that any child sees their, their parents as being romantic. Mm. Or uh, goo goo eyed over each yeah. other, and they and, and 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 my mom and dad were. Mm-hmm. When you, you when you have these coffees, and when you you've gone through the process of you know everything from the moving the whole nine yards. Right. Is this something? Is this something that you that you know is is if if I'm in the audience right now, I'm listening, and I'm thinking my parents are getting close to that age. Is this something you can prepare for? Can you prepare for this? Um, it, well, yeah, you can do the legal things yeah. to you know the will and yeah. the power of attorney and all of that. But um, people started telling me uh, people who love her and yeah. her friends. She's had friends for fifty years yeah. in, in Huntsville. Uh, we're worried. We're kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But when I would go, she would be fine. Yeah. Uh, every now and then there would be something. So I was the last one to get on that parade, right? Uh, to, to to get on that bandwagon, and um, uh, I've had to make the decision to not let her drive. I've had to make the decision mm-hmm. to move her up here. Uh, she has fought me tooth and nail. Mm. Uh, I mean, uh, my mom is a very committed, uh, deeply, deeply uh, uh, committed woman of faith. Uh, and you have never been cussed out till you've been cussed out by a uh, hard-shell Southern Baptist woman who doesn't believe women should wear pants to church. Yes, yes. And and she can't use the words. She knows how angry she is, yes. but the, the, the words get kind of, mm-hmm. she doesn't know how to, she's never cussed or she yeah. doesn't know. So you right. want to tell her, no, Mom, that word goes with that mm-hmm. word. Yeah. Uh, 
but here's here's the thing, uh, and uh, and here's where I, it, this is you know I'm, I'm encapsulating a very long journey. Uh, when I was little, and I didn't know, mm-hmm. I counted on my mom to do what was best for me, mm-hmm. and now she counts on me to do what's best for her. Mm. And uh, one day a friend saw her just chewing me out about something. And he walked over and he kind of consoled me and said, hey, that's, that's the way the illness is, Mike. I said, no, that wasn't the illness. That was just my mom. Mm. I said, my mom is a very strong woman, and she only respects strength. Mm. And right now my mom is scared to death I'm not going to be able to handle this. Mm. And so if I ever cave, yeah. it will send her in all kind of anxiety. So mm. I've had to tell her. This is the decision we've made. I'm not going to change my mind. Mm. You know, but this isn't fair. You've put me in this prison. You've done this. Yeah. I, I know. But I've had to do this because it's the best thing for you right now. I can't change the MRI. Right. I can't change what the doctor said. Right. I wish it were different, but it is not. And this is what love has to do for you. Mm. To the point that one time she said, I wish you wouldn't love me this way. I'll just take me home. Mm. Wow. And uh, I said, can't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I, and I tell her all the time, I said, Dad gave me very specific instructions right. on how to take care of you. I said, and my dad got angry. The muscles in his jaw jumped. And I said, that was the way he was. His muscles were jumping in his jaw. He had his finger pointing at me, and he told me exactly what to do. And I said, and I looked at her and smiled, and I said, I'm the only man who's going to have two votes getting to heaven. You know, Jesus is going to say, well done. And then my dad's going to say, excuse me, Jesus, I got a few questions to ask the boy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, then, and then my dad's going to anywhere. Did you do what I told you to do? Then maybe he'll let me in. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because even I would say I feel the same way with my dad. Mm-hmm. I'm certain thinking when I call my mom, the list of questions I'm asking is not in regards it is in regards to these are questions my dad would ask me. Are you asking? That's right. That's right. Are, are, you, you, are you? Yeah. Do you know? Are you dealing with this? Are you helping with this? Are you dealing with that? And I, you know, when you're when you're dealing with this, Mike, because you're talking about moving, you're talking about you know, all the finances, everything. Yeah, all the properties. So yeah. How for for people who are thinking through this? How but how does that affect your home life? How has that affected you and Jeannie's relationship? How, how has Jeannie helped walk alongside you in this oh, process? First of all, I, I wouldn't have made it without her. Okay. I, I, I want to be real honest there. Yeah. Uh, and there's a couple of reasons. One, Jeannie's in our end. So that all of that medical stuff, mm-hmm. uh, Jeannie's able to explain to me in a way that, that a redneck from Alabama can get it. Yeah. Secondly, uh, there, are, there are decisions you have to make that you're just too close to make. Mm. that are just too hard for me. And there are times when we've gone into the house, we've had to deal with decisions, and I have emotionally locked down. Mm. It's just the grief overwhelms you. Yeah. And she sat me down and kind of held my hand and said, okay, let's do this one step at a time. What do you want to do about this? Right. What do you want to do about this? Uh, don't worry about that. I can take care of this. Uh she is uh, she's one step away from uh, my mom in relationship, mm-hmm. so she can have a freedom with my mom that I can't have. Yeah, you know she uh, one time the, she and mom were arguing. She put her hand up. She said, "Barbara, we've had that discussion. We're not discussing it again." I could never do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, because like I told her, I said, "I know mom has Alzheimer's. I know the diagnosis, but that's still my mom talking to me." Yeah. You know, that's still the woman who said, get the garbage. 
or who would walk by my room and say, your room sure is messy. That wasn't information. Right. You know, that right. was your last chance to make it your decision before right. she enforced her will on mm-hmm. you. So when she says, I want to go home, this part of me, the little boy in me says, let's go, you know, but I know I can't. Mm. Not not to love her mm. uh, and, and do that. So uh, uh, Jeannie has been... Um, uh, she's been kind of the, the, the back wall. She won't let me fall back further than this yeah, point. Right. Uh, she's been counselor. She's been the, the kick in the rear end when I needed that sometimes. Mm. Uh, she has provided the humor mm. to, to laugh sometimes. But most times she's just been my wife walking through this. Because, you know, there are some times when, when you, you, you're still a nine-year-old little boy mm. and you just don't want to do this by yourself. Yeah. And so she'll take the day off or she'll work, arrange her schedule so she can go with me because she knows when I go down, it's just too hard yeah. for, for the nine-year-old little boy in me to make the decisions I have to make. Yeah, you, and you've said that before. You said, you know, when you go through like this, you, you become a kid again. Oh, yeah. And that, oh, yeah. And that hit me. It was like, you do become a kid again. Mm-hmm. And it's a little like, it's a little shell shock. You don't know what to do because. No. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and, and Jeannie has been, you know, when I go home and say, hey, mom wants to do this, she can't. Mm. This is what has to happen for her, and this is what, you know, the doctor said, and so let's do it this way. Uh, or or just the, the journey of the illness would do, will tie you up in ways that you can't ever untie. And, you know, caregivers uh, go through a, uh, just as much as the person with the, with the illness, and we're finding yeah. out that people who care for Alzheimer patients are – or having all kind of stress-related right. things themselves. So to have that kind of safe place has just uh, been been God's really, really good gift to me. It's, it's amazing. You know, research is showing that, you know, you only have so much willpower and only so much yeah. decision. You can That's only right. make so many decisions per day. And if you're making all these decisions for your mom and you come home. You can't make anymore. You can't. You're, you're like, just, don't ask me where we're going to eat. Don't ask me where we're going to eat tonight. I can't, I can't just, help you. I'm just done. But, uh, but you know, my mom always knew what to do, what's next. And and my mom is incredibly, incredibly strong. Mm. Um, and, um, and for her to look at me and not know what to do next mm. and for me to see it in her eye that I don't know what to do next. Right. Just it broke my heart. You yeah. know, yeah. but, uh, you know, the good thing is uh, she's she's uh, in a place that's three or four minutes from the office, three or four minutes from my home. I get to go see her every morning. Mm. And, yeah, and some days she just, you know, lets me have it. Uh, but uh, there are other times when I get when I get stories I didn't right. hear right. and, you know, uh, uh, insights into who yeah. she is, I, I, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that for 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 anything else. However, her tweets when she lets you have it are the best tweets. That's I, right, I, they, they are. They <laughs> just you know, because she says stuff to you that I'm thinking, who else would ever say that to Mike? Well, like, his mom would. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, you know, she told people she wasn't going to join the church because she knew too much about the pastor. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. Well, on that, I'm going to end this conversation. If you want to find out about more about Mike Glenn, you can go to MikeGlennOnline.com. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Mike Glenn. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and we will see you next week. Thanks.